This is Grown Up and Grounded, a podcast about growing up and being a grown up, about getting grounded and staying grounded. We have a special episode today. I am here with all my girls, and for once, we're not going to listen to Kate talk about her love life. We're going to get to talk about some other stuff. So we'll go around. Maybe you'll be able to recognize people's voices. Danae, say hi. Hi, I'm Danae, the oldest. Becca. Hi, I'm Becca. I'm the youngest. And And this is Kate. You know me. And me. Trish. So we thought we'd start out kind of talking about family stuff, and I had a question for each of you, and um, we'll start with Danae, I guess. Describe your teenage years in one word. <laughs> Tumultuous. Tumultuous. That's a good word. Me? Go ahead, Becca, yeah. Uh, chill. <laughs> <laughs> wide range. We got a wide range. Two very opposites. Yeah, that's really funny. I, yeah, I would say, what would you say, Kate? Um, for mine, I would say, uh, probably, uh, I don't know. I can't, um, lovesick dishonesty. <laughs> Two One words. Word. One word. Um, I would say, I don't know, maybe like, uh, scattered. I don't know. Let's, I don't know. I was all over the place. I okay. feel like I would say all over the place, but that's not one word. You could add hyphens, I guess. What would you say for yours, Mom? I don't know. I was trying to think about it. I mean, I would say fun, but then I had a baby part of it. So. What are you trying I mean, to say about fun. me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, baby, that I had too much fun. And, and then a baby happened. And then a baby happened, which was, you know, fun, too. I'm okay with It was with a learning that. experience. Yeah. I was okay with the baby. <laughs> uh, we kind of talked about this in an episode before. My next question on my list is... Um, if the three of you were together, who becomes a leader? Like, let's say you're in an escape room. Oh, I feel like well, escape room is not the best basis for that. I think I would say me or Kate. But see, I think that that's a trick question because usually we split off. So sometimes you have a group because I feel like usually when we do stuff like that, like when we went to the escape room in Provo, I went off and did my own thing and then Kate was a leader, but I wasn't in a group. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of true, I think. I think that uh, I, I would have to agree if we're talking like a general amount of the time, me or Danae usually ends up making decisions. But whether, I usually whether we're talking escape room or not, like I'm, I'm, I, I was thinking of it something as simple as like if we're trying to decide where to eat. If like we're in usually, a social setting, I feel like if we were like going out and in a social setting and it was just the three of us, I feel like it would probably be me if it was in a family situation where we're in a group, I would say probably Kate because I kind of try to take a back seat in some of those situations. Um, and then just not Becca. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I feel like I Becca usually do my of, own thing. Yeah, yeah. she does kind of I mean, do her own thing. I am usually gone most of the time since I don't live near you guys. So when we all get together, it's still kind of, I feel like there's still a little bit of a disconnect when we're together. You're not, not like love wise, but I just mean like leader <laughs> and like you know. No, I mean I think that that's, I think that's, that's why that's I true. Like you you're, you're because you're not physically here a lot of the time. Your absence means that you instead of trying to force yourself to mesh with something that we already have going on, you kind of 
do your own thing, and sometimes that works with us, and sometimes you yeah. want to do sometimes your own thing. Sometimes I join you, sometimes I don't. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's worked so far. Yeah. Yep. You were kind of like that when you were younger. I just remember, like, even in Oregon, like, if we'd all go swimming, you'd be off by yourself. <laughs> like, we'd be playing, doing stuff together, and you'd be off kind of doing your own thing. Well, that's kind of, I feel like, part of me because I don't usually like telling people like I don't like what you're doing you need to change it so when I'm just like okay I'll just do my own thing since I don't want to do that one past episode we had there was an article that came out that said being having sisters makes you a better person and it had all these different reasons why um, and Kate, kind of, I kind of looked over those things, but I was kind of curious what you guys think about having a sister. Like, do you really, like, as opposed to brothers, I think was more the focus of the article, Kate. Yeah. yeah. Um, how just in families, sisters make everyone in the families better. Agree? Disagree? Um, so for me, I think that, <laughs> in my opinion, in a way it makes it better because there are some times where it makes it worse. <laughs> Just because you're constantly, like, at least, since I don't have brothers, I don't really know what to compare it to. But in my head, at least, you know, like, at least for Kate and I, we were so similar sometimes. And then we were so different other times that Mm -hmm. it really caused some issues. So, like, we would have to share clothes. And, you know, and at first, it, it, we used to fight all the time about our clothes until we finally figured out, like, okay, here's the stuff that we both fit into. We'll just put it in one closet and you just come and go and take what you want. Um, you know, it's really funny that you say that because a lot of the actual article talked about sharing clothes, and I don't remember sharing clothes at all. I always remember like when we I went to college, we had styles. to divide up the undershirts and the like some sweaters oh, yeah, and different things. Yeah, okay, jeans maybe too. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like it, it definitely. I mean, I don't know. Maybe for brothers, this happens too. But I feel like you have to learn how to compromise a little bit more, and you're just thrown into a situation where, you know, like. You like the same boys sometimes, and you have to figure out what to do. Like did we like the same boys. Yeah, we totally did for like a very narrow period of time. Did we like we liked the same boys. I don't for remember. a very narrow period of. Oh, I remember that. But yeah, it was, that was way before. Yeah, because that was when I was like really young, time. and I was like, oh, yeah, you were like boys, and, and like, then I was like boys, and then you were like, hey, boy, yeah, and now we have a kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way it works. For some people, not for me, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) For me. Well, after that little walk down memory lane, now we know you did both like the same boys sometimes. Uh, Yeah. But anyway, so it, like, causes issues, but then you have to learn how to fix the issues. It's it's funny you say that. Yeah, the article literally says one of the things that sisters do is, like, when there's conflict... You, you learn, like, empathy and communication because you try to work it out versus, I guess, brothers don't. I don't, I've never had a brother, so I don't really Just know either. in a but different way. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that could be part of the thing that people, like, a lot of the time people, not all the time, obviously, but a lot of the time people teach their boys that they shouldn't be showing as much emotion. So, I mean, if you're not showing emotion, it's hard for you to work. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about toxic <laughs> masculinity. Wait, let's, we didn't. Let's, harder for me to answer because I think that our family dynamic with me was a little bit different than two sisters growing up in the same home and about the same age. I was much older than you guys. You guys were really little by the time I even like moved out of the house or 
started kind of going through adolescence and a lot of the tumultuous things that I went through <laughs> as a teenager um, and through the chi- through my childhood growing up with you guys, you were really, really young um, babies. So it was a little bit different. I think that I feel like I probably had like a single child uh, complex well into actually having multiple siblings. So <laughs> I think it's a little bit harder for me to answer that question but when speaking to brothers I could definitely see how there would be a different dynamic because of how like what Becca was saying how uh, women and sisters in that type of relationship are forced to kind of talk about things by mothers and 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 all yeah. of that. So that's when true. that's not typically forced on, like if boys don't want to talk about things, it's if brothers don't want to talk about things, it's fine. Even if they do, sometimes it's not okay or it's not really received well by parents or by siblings. Yeah. True. That is true. I do remember you like sitting us down before and like, you that guys was, need to work this out. Like, your sisters, you need yeah. to. Yeah. And then there were other times where it just magically happened by itself. Magically. Just like, and I feel like we could totally generalize it. Like, I'm sure that there's lots of male brotherly yeah. relationships out there sure. where they yeah. had a strong mother relationship of or a strong course. relationship in their family where they were pushed to talk about those things. I mean, of it, course. a very general statement. Yeah. But, and that's why I totally tried to say, like, yeah. some people teach right. their kids this. Yeah. But, I mean, in, in general, the article cited, I think, two different studies, and it kind of flowed along with that theory mm-hmm. that, you know... Like, it, it it even mentioned, like, families where there was just one girl, like, how it would change the dynamic. Um, and well, I think just, things. I mean, how women and men typically and most often communicate is different in general. Like, mm-hmm. even if you're looking at relationships and marriages and things like that, like, usually... Typically, um, and from lots of studies, the women are the ones who are creating relationships and creating different family dynamics when if it left up to the men, they wouldn't really be the ones initiating conversations, initiating social gatherings, initiating um, those types of interactions with other people. They're there when it happens, but they're not the ones calling each other up saying, hey, let's hang out and let's have a conversation and let's sit down together. Well, and I think I think that article. It could have been another article. Even mentioned like when they're older. Even if if the if the sister dies, then they don't spend as much time together. Like the mm-hmm. sister's the one that kind of creates the like mm. family get-togethers as they age. That could have been a different article I read on the For same that, topic. That definitely well, wasn't that. I article, definitely. But... Sorry. No. Yeah. Was it? Oh well, I just I definitely feel like it's with that part that aspect of families at least. I feel like it doesn't necessarily matter like if the sibling is a boy or a girl but I feel like every family just seems to have that one person that kind of is Mm. the one reaching out and planning things and then once they're gone it kind of I mean yeah falls down a little bit true true so true Uh, okay so I'm going to preface this by Asking you to be kind, but uh, I wanted to know what's uh, one thing that I did that you will never do as a parent, Kate. Oh, pass. Someone else has first. I need to think. Becca wants a hard pass too. She's like, I can't be kind. Um, well, Becca is the only no, one of us that is a parent, so I feel like Becca should go first. I she has a. Kid. I can bite the bullet on this one. Okay, um, what are you gonna say? So. 
just let me preface this by saying... <laughs> preface your preface. <laughs> so, before Matthew and I had kids, we, like, would always... Because we've spent a lot of time with family, you know, that's just what happens when you live close to family and when you live far away, you know. Anyway, so we just... We've seen a lot of family dynamics, and before we had Samuel, we would talk about a lot, like, this is what we want to do, and this is what we don't want to do, and this is what we don't want to do, but we'll probably accidentally do it because it just happens that you just, you know, mimic your parents on a lot of things. But, um, so, so <laughs> and we can't get in trouble for this. <laughs> Sorry, that's <funny. laughs> No, I think it's fair to get balanced and talk about my faults because Kate's always like, you're a good oh, mother. Geez, here we well, go. I, here I, we go. I feel like I have totally told you before, like, I remember when this happened and I just, this was so great and I'm so happy that you did that as a parent. And we can talk about your benefits too afterwards. Don't, so don't worry, I, I, I do it plenty. Um, but so one thing that we talked about, and this isn't necessarily you as <laughs> just, a mother. Just, just do it. it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> so you just are kind of really sometimes. Not, not I, okay, it's okay. I'm fully aware of my fault, so go ahead. You're just a little abrasive emotionally. <laughs> um, and I mean, you've told me not stories nurturing. about... We've talked about this. Go no, ahead. I mean, I think you are nurturing, you know, because baby, you know, In mother birds senses. are nurturing, but they still push their baby right. out of the nest. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. you can, you're analogy. still considered yeah. nurturing. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's really... What you did has, like, pluses and minuses because I, as a result, am a very independent person. And I think that there were some times where you would just be like, I try to come to you to problem with problems, and you would pretty much just be like, figure it out. And I mean, as when you're growing up, you're like, why won't you just listen to me? Why can't I just complain to someone? Why won't you help me? But, like, as an adult... I totally see the merit in that because now I can figure out my own things and not need someone else's input and I can handle my own emotions and I see, especially because I work with kids, before I worked with kids and you just, you can see a lot of parents sometimes maybe overly hovering and then their kids don't know how to figure out their own things and I think that, you know, yeah, you know, you gotta help ingrain right. common sense in people and ability to problem yeah. solve, and they're not going to do that if they're never given the opportunity to do so. Yeah, but like a lot of it for me is like emotional. Like you right. help me be emotionally independent, and especially just because of all the like mental health issues that runs run in our families, I think that that was a really good thing to instill in us. But like going through it, I hated it. Right. I was always like, why won't you just hug me? Or like, and I mean, you remember that. <laughs> why won't you just <laughs> hug me? Wow. About you, Becca, it's like you, like so. If Kate felt like she needed a hug, and if Danae felt like she needed, they would be like, "I need a hug," or they would just come up and take one. Whereas <laughs> you'd be like, "You didn't hug me," and walk away and be totally depressed. Where I would never even read from you that you needed a hug. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind I of. I feel funny. the same way sometimes. Yeah. About our relationship, where I'm like, I don't yeah. know what you need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think we're so used to, and probably just. By proximity, um, as of lately, um, Kate and I, with our relationship, we're just so used to, like, I don't like what you did, or I really did like that, or this is what I need from you right now, I'm having a bad day. And there's never, like, a, a guessing dynamic where I'm, like, trying to figure it out because we're just, I don't have to even 
try to guess because it's like up front and in your face exactly what yeah, you mean. Sounds a little too much. <laughs> yeah, and see, I think that's because you guys are like mom, so like you guys are a yes. little emotionally abrasive as well. Whereas yes. I'm like, and I think that's another reason yes. why I'm a little bit more maybe critical of your parenting than I was of dad's because it's just like <laughs> I get dad, I am dad, Wonderful. I do his things. I notice. I'm that glad I'm, you're backing this up because we discussed this. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad that you're agreeing. Oh no, with it's that. totally like I mean, we discussed it in the podcast. I I see it like it's not. You know, Dad and I have always just clicked, and that's because we speak the same language, and that's, you know, it's sometimes really confusing that's language. not even <laughs> speaking a language, you know. We just it's get each your other. your personal language. Yeah. 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 I just remember sometimes he would just sit down on the couch by me and just be like, what's up? And it was like, oh, my gosh, you're listening to me. But it's like, I don't know what it was, but it was just, he wouldn't really say anything, but, like, we both just got a mutual thing that he knew something was wrong, and it just, I don't know, it was comforting, but it was like, you just, you didn't get that. And I think... There was a thing. So we were just talking about this in church. Um, People were talking about how... Parents can't have favorites. Parent don't parents don't have favorites. And I raised my hand and I was like, maybe it's not that parents don't necessarily have favorites, but every parent has a kid that you just click more naturally with. And so that kind of just makes it easier to have a relationship. Kate's <laughs> giving me Google yet. <laughs> it just naturally happens. It's not something that's as forced or not yeah. forced is the wrong word, but it's it's not a choice. It's not it's, well, like a conscious choice. Yeah, it, or it's it's not something that you have to put as much effort into. Not that that effort isn't worthy of being there or worthy of the cause, but it's just, yeah. Well, it's like Dad and I don't talk for forever, and then randomly we'll talk, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, yeah, we're so close. Well, it's just like, we're so close. And Matthew's like, but you never talk to your dad. And I was like, yeah, but we're just close. And then it's like you, I feel like if we don't talk every day, we kind of distance a little bit. And I think that's just because we have to work a little bit more at our relationship because we're so different. Well, it's okay. Everybody feels like we have to work at a relationship with me right now. So. <laughs> we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> awkward. Um, yeah, that was really, that was a really, uh, it was really excellent, Becca. Because I just validated everything really you said before. Everything that I said <laughs> yes, before you validated all of it. That's so what's up. I'm just so happy. Yeah, it was just without even, I didn't Speaking even have truth. to prep you ahead of time. Like, you just did that. Yeah. It was so great. It's a good thing you didn't read me the question list beforehand. <laughs> See? Um, so what about you, today? What's one thing that you would never do? Um, I think that the outcome of it was similar to what Becca's saying, where I appreciate it now and I understand it now. But um, I think that growing up, I felt that you were very critical of me um, and my choices, which, I mean, granted, some of them were dumb choices, <laughs> um, but I'm a very, I've always been like a very, I'm going to figure it out on my own and I'm going to walk my own path and I'm going to make all my mistakes, but I'm going to own them. And I think that I knew a part of, even though I wasn't ever t- able to um, verbalize that as a kid or as a, as a young adult or as a teenager, I think that now that I can, I, part of me always knew that about myself. And I just felt like you were a little overly critical of certain choices that I made when I just kind of needed you to know that I was figuring it out or that I had, even though I was maybe hurting myself or making bad choices, that a part of me knew that I just needed to do this. I needed to walk my own path and I was very determined to do so and I think that sometimes it was hard for me to get as much resistance and 
lack of support in some choices, even when they were the wrong choices, or even when they were the right choices in the long run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the hardest part about being a parent, is, like, I could see where your choices were leading, I'm just like, oh, like, don't do it, just save yourself. Yeah, and I know that it was because you wanted to protect me, or because you knew that I was capable of making different choices, or you knew that it was a mistake, and there, you know, I'm sure there's times even I knew it was a mistake, but I, I still knew that I needed to to live that experience to truly understand it. And I'm still very much that way as an adult where I have to, I'm like, well, this may be a wrong decision, but I'm going to do it because I need to experience it to, to have my own anecdotal evidence as to why this isn't going to be effective in my life. Um, and I, I'm still that person. So, yeah, I think too, sometimes I knew you were going to do what you uh, were going to do anyways. And I'm sure it wasn't supportive, but I felt like I owed it to you to say, here's how I feel. Like mm-hmm. this is, you know, I'm worried that this is going to happen or I think this is going to happen or even probably angrily, this is going to happen. But mm-hmm. I felt like it, it was something that needed to be said yeah. just because I knew you were going to do yeah. what you were going to do anyway. So it's like, and I know yeah. it wasn't easy. Like I couldn't like pretend to support like something that I didn't yeah. support. And so yeah, make but the no, I understand like, I in the moment it's like, I just need you to support me. I just want that. And like, I just need to feel like someone's in my corner while I'm making these bad decisions knowingly and that you're going to be here when I'm done. (laughs) And not that you ever weren't there for me when I was done, but sometimes going into choices that I made, I didn't feel that way. And it was hard feeling like you were just being critical of my choices. But now that I feel that I'm one of those people that if I set a goal, I'm going to accomplish it. And I am very self-driven going through that experience and those experiences and having that type of relationship with you definitely helped me feel like I am I'm in control and reaffirm that I know that I'm in control of my own life and my own choices and that I can basically do anything I want to do yeah I think um though too you you still kind of go through that sometimes you think I'm going to be mad or upset about something like you were saying you hide something when I come over or whatever. Like, and it's just, to me, it's just funny because I hide. <laughs> you hide your weed when I come over. And I just think it's so funny. Like, I, but like, I, I could see how you would have that perception. But yeah, I'm like, I, I don't care. It's you're a grown woman. Now. I'm like, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm so worried about how you're going to, I don't know. It's just different now. And I, I know that it's not that you would be so worried, but I know that you also wouldn't be quiet. So I think that was more the issue. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear what my mom has to say. Then your judgment. It wasn't the judgment or it wasn't just my fear of your opinion. It was I don't, don't want to have to hear it. about okay, your opinion. That makes sense. Fair. And I don't want to have to deal with this discussion the com- the that is going to happen when I'm blatant about choices, even if they're choices that you know that I'm making, the fact that we then open up a discussion about them was a completely different thing. Like I knew that there was things that I was doing in my life that you knew about, even though we'd never openly discussed it, even though it was never something that I came to you and told you that I was doing or a choice that I was making. I was well aware that you knew, but I I still didn't want to have those conversations or put it right present enough in our lives to where there would have to be a conversation and it was unavoidable. Because that's, yeah, with me, you're not going to avoid no. the conversation. No, and I'm the same way, so I know that very well. Like, if, if, if we're it's gonna here, talk it out. we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. And don't ever expect me to keep my mouth quiet, so. <laughs> what were yeah. you want no, to say? No, I just, that totally reminded me, because I, when we were talking about this, I totally didn't even think about it, because I... As a parent, I never thought about doing that or not doing that. But you just are really, really like what Danae said. You're you're very outspoken and opinionated, and you just you just go there. Uh, and there have been sometimes I never noticed it. Well, I don't remember noticing it when I was younger. But I 
notice it more as I'm an adult and I make different decisions than you Mm -hmm. would. And, um, and you just are very outspoken about giving me advice. And I remember a lot of the time before the wedding, this, I feel like we had a lot of these conversations where I just wanted to talk to you and just like vent to you, but you always, you just are very advice and opinion driven. Yeah. And that's just, it's hard sometimes. No it matter when it happens <laughs> or what it's well, about. Well, and I sometimes think, and this is maybe right or wrongly so, but sometimes that's like the difference to me of being a friend versus a parent, right? A friend would maybe keep their mouth shut and just listen. I disagree. Whereas I feel like. <laughs> I disagree. I'm not, I mean, like I, in certain situations. Yeah, I mean, like, I, but I mean, I feel like even as a friend, I I don't hold my tongue. And. I understand when my friends get upset with me for things that I say, and I understand if they need space for me for right, things that I say. Right, because you're like but me, but I'm saying yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, that's true. You're, yeah. you're kind of proving my point with that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> See, and I think it's like there's a good balance, because I think uh, in my head, I mean, I don't have as much experience as well, you. Well, no, I know. Yeah, like but, I said, I know that this is, a, I mean, I'm just, that is what how it is. I'm going to... In my head, I feel like there are some times where... It, like, requires silence. Not, like... I mean, because I... No offense. But I... Like, when we've had these conversations and you've offered me advice, I haven't been making crazy decisions like Danae made when she was a kid. So I just was like, why won't you support me on this? Like, this is so stupid. But it was... It just, like... I don't know why. how big or small it is, she's going to... She's going to chime in. She's going to yeah. But it just, that was yeah. just one yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, like, as a parent, it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, that's a good decision if you don't think it's good. Yeah. And then it's like, but well, it, I, I guess I've always assumed the underlying thing is I support you, but here's what I think. Like, here's what I'm afraid will happen or, you know. But when we've had these I'm chats, I haven't. never came out. Yeah. But, but when we've had yeah. these chats, I've never, I like, so I'm not telling you like things like, what's your opinion? I'm like, oh my gosh, this terrible thing happened today. Like the stupid thing at the DMV when I called you and I was like, mom, I'm so angry because this and this happened. The stupid DMV person was so stupid. And you were like. Well, you shouldn't have done that. You, if you didn't do that, then this wouldn't have happened. And I was like, why can't I just be mad? <laughs> so what I've started to have to do with women is I will tell her ahead of time, like, I don't advice. I want to vent. Yeah. yeah. Because otherwise, say, well, that's what I do too. And then she kind of sarcastically yeah, is like, a little like, bit in a different situation, time. but like as somebody who is the boss of um, employees and sometimes they come into your office and they close the door or they come into your space and they need to have a conversation and I'm trying to get to the point where I'm asking now, are we venting or are we problem solving? Because I need to know like what my role yeah, yeah. is in this situation yeah. so that I can support you as your boss. Like, if you want to just come to me and talk about it, let's just talk about it. Yeah, F that person and that sucks. Um, but if you need to problem solve, then that's a different hat and that's a mm-hmm. different attitude that I need to have about what you're coming to me with because... Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And Kate, you've si- you've silently avoided answering this question. Yes, I hope you hard passed and it's back. I'm around. really curious about your answer because <laughs> I have no idea what you're going to be like as a parent. You're going to be just like mom. Okay. <laughs> I Probably. I think I'm going to be like mom in more ways than not. Um, I agree with what you guys said. Um, that being said, I probably will do th- both of those things still as a parent yeah. um, because I am, <laughs> I am our mother. But um, the one thing that I can really think of that I... The one thing that I realistically wouldn't do, not just I'm going to say I didn't like that you did as a parent, but the one thing I realistically can say that I would not do as a parent is um, I will not be so controlling 
like of my kids. <laughs> and before we all start thinking that I'm going a weird path, here's one of the things that I, okay, well, first of all, I'm not going to be one of those parents that's like, my kids can do whatever they want and I don't care. They need to make their own mistakes and it's fine. Like, I see no. these people on the internet, like, that are a little younger than me that, like, think that any kind of control from your parents is, like, bordering on parental abuse. And I think that that's just ridiculous. Like, your parents have to control you a little As bit. As someone who works in education but, and works with a lot of children. Yeah. yeah. No. Thing, like, one computer in the living room. Only, like, so that everybody can see. Like, I don't know if I disagree with I'm that. I'm not going to do that. Sorry. I don't know if I disagree. But I think that that was a different time, too, because you have to think about the introduction of the internet and, and all of these new dangers. Yeah, and sure. I mean, I understand. Everybody was trying to figure yeah, this thing out. I understand where it And came not necessarily from, saying that. And I think a lot of the controlling came from the fact that we were religious as well. Right. I well, if you're it. not religious, of course, you're not going to be, like, you're not going to use that to influence your parenting decisions. Yes, I know. That, that, I, I think. I, I think everyone is not understanding what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is I understand how we got there, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm going to change that when I am a parent. Mm. So you, you would let your child have a computer in the room? Yeah. So you wouldn't be worried about them? Like- nope. I'm going to take the mindset that I believe, maybe foolishly so, that I will have a good enough relationship with my kids that if there is a problem, they will come to me. I was just curious, what would you consider as like a problem for your child? Anything that they think is a problem. I don't I really think understand there's going to be problems the, that they don't think are problems. I don't, well, they're not I don't really understand the question. Because I, I mean, it's going to depend on the situation, you, the age. The, like, exactly. Like yeah. so many it's going to depend on all kinds harder. of things. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, maybe I'm too naive, but I think that I came to mom when I had stuff, and I don't see why that... Like it wasn't. It wasn't until I felt like she was controlling me too much that I stopped coming to her. So I don't see why, as a parent, you can. I understand, but before uh, before anybody says anything, I understand that there are times when you need to be that controlling parent. But until I see that behavior in my kid, no, no, no. I, 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 everybody's giving me looks, just so you guys know. Before I, no, um, I'm just trying to understand. Like, I just, I think that before, unless I start to see a pattern of behavior that's concerning and then I feel like I need to start changing the rules, I don't see a reason to inhibit my children's lives, like, see, in that way. And in my memory, and obviously we had different choices that we made growing up, but in my head, that's how I thought mom was. Because she, like, to me, I remember her growing up, so many people were like, your mom's not concerned about this, and she's not doing this and this. And obviously, yeah, people I mean, have different priorities. But I okay. remember when I dyed my hair black, that was a big deal. And some people's parents actually told their kids that they did not want them hanging out with me or that okay, they were worried that the, something was wrong with here, me. Here's what we need to preface. Are we talking... I'm going to say this as PC as I possibly can. Are we talking... Average parents, or are we talking religious parents? Because Average those parents are at two school, very different things. With respect from her perspective, I was super laid back. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all I was trying to say is that from my memory, mom was pretty, and I mean, yeah, obviously we're different people, we're making different choices, and I didn't butt heads as, with mom as much as you did because you guys are the same person, and so, you know, you, I'm sure. Mom probably, and this is me speaking for you, but mom could have seen you making decisions that were reminding her of her growing up or something. Of course she did. Of course she did. Yeah. And she, she clamped down hard. And I, I think that mom is a great mother. I'm going to say it again. Um, and I think that she was not overly controlling. Um, but I think that there are some things that she did choose to keep within her realm of control. Um, 
that I think today (laughs) consider to be a problem from me. And I think that, and I totally understand and respect this perspective um, and your opinion about how you would handle this, but I would just like to bring to the table as well that I'm also not a parent, um, but I think that you don't know sometimes how you're going to react until you're reacting. And sometimes it's not something that's illogical. And we are very logical as far as when we try to make decisions and talk things out and, like, work through our emotions. Um, But we also know from relationships with friends and relationships with other people, not even our children, that sometimes there is no logic in emotion and sometimes there is no logic in how you're going to react or how you're going to feel, even though you know damn well that you should feel a completely different way and go through completely different motions than the ones that you're choosing to go through. And, I mean, could you just imagine how amplified those feelings are going to be when it's not a significant other, when it's not a friend that you're really close to, um, it's not just a sister when it's your child that you are. The oh, soul. sure. Like, so as as much as you want to think, I won't do this and I won't do that, and, I, and I'm not saying that you won't have every intention of not doing these things or that you're not capable of doing these things, I'm just saying you never know. Totally. You, you really no. just don't know. You were, I, 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 and, I, and I am, a, I am probably the... F- I am not anywhere near having children, so I don't know how much of this is... I might listen to this later when I am a parent of teenagers and laugh in my own face. Like, who freaking knows? I sure don't, but that's that's what comes to my mind. I still just think it's funny that you said controlling, though, because I feel like I was just so... You were, you were. I just... There's there's no other word. There's no other word that I can think of because there were things that you controlled (laughs) into... Controlling you. <laughs> if you were the first first child, you would have had she more made a lot of to make no, more mistakes. No, no, I, I actually either. think it was the opposite. I feel like I tried to control Danae's behavior and yeah. learned to let there's more nothing go. you can do to control your child. Your she child, will, they will find, find a way. A way. And I, mean, I found was, all the okay. big lesson. And so from then on, I was just like Whatever. again, which is why I feel like. So I think more, my control was probably trying to protect you from the outside world versus ch- protecting you from you in that instance. But I feel like that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Kate was totally bullied. Okay. And that's tough for anyone to go through. And I remember as a kid. I don't know. What, what? what was your impression of Kate being bullied? I didn't feel like I was bullied at all. You totally... I remember a specific instance, probably one of the last instances growing up where we were close, and you and I were in the garage, and you started crying. And I'm like really emotional. This when we lived in Vacaville or when we lived in Woodland? In Woodland. Okay. You started crying because people were so mean to you. Ugh. Why am I so emotional? (sighs) Um... I don't remember this at all. Please tell me more. It's like, I want to remember when I was sweet and innocent and bullied. But it was just all the people at church that, uh, oh, yeah, she was bullied. Oh, yeah, church. I was bullied at church a lot. Yeah. And people were just so mean to you. Yeah, And I were. feel like after that, it was just kind of like you were just. You blocked it out. I did. <laughs> I make jokes about it now, but yeah, no, that was really hard. Yeah. That was really well, hard. And, and I watched like it. all these bullying movies and stuff, and it's just like I remember that. And then after that, you just started making all these choices, and I just felt like you were just confused. And I mean, I just felt like you were just kind of like. Well, because you were trying to find friends. you're a bad person, and, and then it's really easy to make bad choices because everybody's I, no, already thinking. I, I, and I, I went, feel like that was a lot of I know. Some of the stuff that I went through. No, as well. I agree. Right. And I remember you said this, and 
you said this out, like, I remember us having this conversation, right? When I was I like know, a young I adult. I think I was telling you about when I lost my virginity. And I just remember talking to you guys about it and, like, and to mom. And, like, everybody already was saying these horrible things about me and was already saying that I was doing all of these things. And I was like, I just want to know what everybody's talking about. Like, I just feel like I mean, there's really no it. point to, like, yeah. not do these things or to not experience this this whole thing that I'm a little bit scared of or a little bit weird about that everybody already is thinking that I'm saying or thinking that I'm doing. So I might as well just go and do these things. And then it just kind of started to spiral where it was like, you make a bad decision and then now... Well, I yeah. might as well just make more bad decisions. Totally. Because everybody's totally. already mad at me and, and everybody already hates me and everybody's saying these yeah. things about me, so why not just I mean, do that's these exactly things what anyways. it was. Everybody at church was saying that I was this wild boy crazy, whatever, whatever. And I mean I was a little boy crazy always, but like I was exaggerated. I, it was exaggerated. It was totally and, out of proportion. And right. then I was like, well, I might as well just make bad decisions then. Like if well, I'm already gonna get the rapid back and have any friends at church, I might as well just make friends with everybody at school and do whatever they do. Well, my whole thing too was that it wasn't just that people were talking about what you were doing, but they were attributing that to different like things and lies about like who you were as a person. You know, because you can, people can, like, talk about what you're doing, but, like, a lot of the stuff that was happening with you was, she's doing this because she's a terrible person, or she's doing this because she's so mean, or she's doing this because of all these different things, and it was terrible, and I actually, (laughs) you probably never knew this because I was really quiet back then, but I actually got in a lot of fights with people about it, like, straight up yelling fights with people at church. Because people were being super mean and terrible. And especially because they thought, like, because I wasn't making the same choices as you, that I was, like, agreeing with their opinion of you. Mm -hmm. And it, like, did not fly. And I, like, yeah, there were a lot of fights with people. Loved that church, hated the people. Keep that in. I mean, even not in like just church culture but like everywhere that's just what happens you know you make one decision that people label as wrong and they make all these different you are labeled as wrong yeah Yeah. well and it's not even people sometimes it's one person and they just start a flame and fan Mm -hmm. it to where everyone else is in agreement with them or people are too afraid to stand up and say that's not right um has anybody seen the tv show big little lies no yes yes um okay Super great show. I think yes. everybody who's seen it can agree that yeah. that changed my life. But it changed um, your life. Changed my life. Okay. Wow. I think I'm exaggerating a little yeah, bit. Okay. I'm like, whoa, that's <laughs> the one. Huh? That's the one. <laughs> you're talking about the HBO show, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to um, make sure we're so, confusing that with Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> Two different shows. Pretty Little Liars changed, changed my life. <laughs> well, I, mean, I can say that about Vampire Diaries, but go ahead. Oh, <laughs> oh, is Trisha. this serious or is that okay? I just, I mean, people um, don't know, Mom. Yeah. People don't know you as well as we do. Um, and you still asked. <laughs> they watched it longer than I did, so yeah, yes, I have to ask. True. Um, no, there's just that, that scene. There's a new kid at this, what are they, in preschool or kindergarten? Or, like, these like, kids are super young. Kindergarten. Um, there's a new kid at the school. It's, it's the first day, and one of the little girls who's been in the family, like, she gets choked by one of the kids, and she says that the new kid did it. And so it just immediately starts this flame war between the parents the parents are just divided down the line one of the right. parents says she's just confused she doesn't know what she's talking about he says he didn't do it i we were going to believe the kid and the other half is like no amabella's telling the truth like why would she be lying he needs to be t- kicked out of school and it like 
it affects the parents' lives because then the parents start going after each other and spreading things about each other. And I mean, it's just the way that it all. Super great show. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, watch it. But um, <laughs> shout out to HBO. Yeah. But they should. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon's production company. Uh, all yeah. about she's TV so cool. shows and movies with women. I'm just saying. Uh, she's Nicole knocking Kidman. it out of the park. Nicole Kidman. Actress Against Ageism. <sighs> I love her so much. Um, They're all she, great. Just it, this whole show was, was super Lee great. Oh, I oh, love her. Lee. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it's just. Ind- I thought that it was such a real way of depicting how that happens, like how you can say one thing about someone. It just spirals. Then, yeah, I feel like that's like one thing that mom always tried to instill in us is if you hear someone say something wrong about someone or something you don't agree with, or even if it might technically be true but it's mean or hurtful, like say something because yeah. usually in groups at least there's at least one other person that is like that's offensive but is afraid of saying something again and like any anywhere you go in any situation that is applicable everyone should always yeah. say something if they don't agree that's true i agree don't be what? quiet don't be quiet speak up you raised some loud women I know. It's rough raising loud women. <laughs> raising independent daughters is a lot of work. <laughs> it's harder. And sometimes backfires. It's some, it, well, it does, right? You want children, if you want to raise independent children, it's all fine and dandy, but they're independent while you're raising them. It's not like it just happens after they leave your nest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. That, that would be a lot easier. Yeah. With all, everything going on at that time, I don't even know what was going on in your life. Yeah. We didn't talk. No. Well, because we it's just so weird. And, and now I, I talk to you almost every single day. I was like, it's just like this, look at these little bratty girls, like, sitting here complaining oh, yeah, about their lives. So Everything's and like, 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 you're making me so mad. you got piano lessons and guitar <laughs> lessons, and you live in a house with a pool. I'm like, I live in the Friendship Estates and grew up on Section 8 housing and welfare. Thank you. Well, I mean, let's like, be real, very though. Different experiences. Still, like, don't you still mm-hmm. feel like sometimes mom totally is different with her than... Or with um, us. I think that she is, but I think that there would be no other way to be. And that I think that, I mean, she, she learned a lot about what, I think she learned a lot about what kind of parent she was going to be with you guys by parenting me. And I think that, I mean, that was, there was no other way that that was going to happen. And um, I feel like literally me and mom grew up together. So it was, it's a different, it's a completely different dynamic that I don't think can be something that's paralleled and compared um, in the way that you two are able to compare like your relationship and how you grew up and your perspectives and even though your perspectives of what happened can be and have been from this conversation very different just because of your personal experiences with mom or growing up I almost feel like mine is like just a completely different story Um, so I mean I don't know but not in a bad way and not in I mean, I'm super happy with how we are as adults, and I'm super happy with the relationship that we have now, but I, I think that that's all because of how very different we grew up. Yeah. And all the hard work mom put into each of us individuals. Because she's such a good mother. <laughs> Come on, guys, stay with me. I'm she's really, such a I good must mother. say, though, I'm You're really surprised right now that the favorites conversation was That was like, the, how we're going to close. Oh, okay. Favorites. So. <laughs> we already talked about it, though. So, what, yeah, we have sort of, because everything comes back to that, but. So doesn't everything the in theory life. goes in the podcast is that Kate, you and Kate have decided that your dad's favorite, Kate's my favorite. And but I think that as doesn't younger care. children, I think we thought Becca was the favorite. Yes, Becca because was. Because of the different type of attention that she got because she was a different type of person. 
Well, but yeah. I think we didn't. But, but now that we know how to, never felt that. Yeah, yeah. But now that we know how to interpret that, and we just had a whole conversation about it, I think that I don't know if we would agree with that, but we do acknowledge that we felt that way when we were younger because mm-hmm. of the different type of relationship. I still think that. Well, see, I... No, I'm pretty sure you think that you're the favorite. Or no, I'm, I'm the favorite now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. But Becca was when we were young. See, yeah. here's my whole thing. Let's hear Becca's perspective. <laughs> so, I think that you are technically mom's favorite. Technically, or am? I think that you're mom's best friend, which I think is something I completely so. different. I agree. And I think that I'm dad's favorite, but I think that growing up, the reason why everyone thought that I was mom's favorite is because she didn't have to get angry at me as much and that was just because you know we didn't have any of these fights that happen all the time because I didn't really have to throw anything at her I think they're more because she bringing it back to me throwing stuff at her oh elementary school I think think it's because I denied you the attention and so I was like kind of child you were asking for it from me I think everyone assumed I babied you and let you get away with stuff when you were younger because well, by the time she, she got to you, she was exhausted. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and I think when, when I was you're, in school and everything, too. Yeah. And I think when you're watching and you're older, like, you, you notice things, you know, because it's easy for you to remember... Because I was two years younger than you, so it's easy for you, and I mean, I can't, I don't really know what yeah. happened with you, yeah. but it's easy for you. Cloudy. You were <laughs> <laughs> there. It's easy you for you, me. Kate, to see w- how mom was treating me and think that, like, I was getting it easier because I was two, two years younger than you, you know, so we weren't being treated on the same level, yeah. but it's, like, hard to you notice the same that. expectations, even though you weren't being treated. But you yeah. also okay. threw a lot of temper tantrums and, like, had to have your way a lot more. Um, as a as a as a baby, see, I don't so know. Even, this even I'm a baby. my mom would say to me, "You're spoiling her," and and like even you throwing your fits and going under the table. Like in your mind, you were going that under the table. That was me asking for attention. You wanted me to crawl under there and baby you, but if I tried to, you would hit me away or whatever. Or <laughs> I wanted me. All I wanted when I was under the table was because everyone, from what my memory of things, I just remember people <laughs> acting like they didn't know I was there. So I would cry louder because I wanted someone to go and be like, oh, Becca, it's okay. I love you and just hold me. But so I would cry louder and louder and louder because in my head, no one noticed that I was sad. And so I wanted we people to notice. We were you yeah. because you were throwing a temper tantrum. Because we didn't want to make that behavior successful. But in the beginning, if, if I tried that, you would like kick me or hit me. So but see, I, I wanted you to like, work for it so that I really <laughs> knew you loved me and you weren't just doing it to make me be quiet. Self-awareness <laughs> is a good thing. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, but no one would have ever thought um, that from how you're acting. But I think that we're missing a key point to the favorite thing. You're the favorite? What? Oh. No. <laughs> is that you are someone's favorite and we have an audio clip that proves it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. we got to play that during that's the true. show. Ooh, it's yeah. true. Oh, my gosh. Is it Dad? No. No. Pavel. I'm Pavel's He brought up, I mean, he brought up that he heard a news article about it, and he just... He was like, yeah, I think it's true. I mean, I don't know if we've said, though, that Pavel is what we call our grandfather. Mm, yeah, Mom's no. father. We all agree that I'm mom's favorite. Yeah, I think yeah. you're mom's favorite. I'm always favorite. I never questioned. But that. then I feel like, yeah, like I think that what Becca was saying, like mom and I have a very different relationship. Like we grew up together, we were young together, and I was around before anybody else was. Like, yeah, it was me and you making it in the world and going through life, and it's complicated paths before Stephen, who is Kate and Becca's father, before Kate and Becca, before any of that. Like, it was just me and you. Yeah. So it was and, kind of us against the world for a long time. And I feel like you you two just have a different dynamic than her and you and Kate do. 
talking about my mom mm-hmm. because I feel like you have been able to like call my mom call mom out on her crap a lot a lot more and I mean obviously <laughs> some of it isn't warranted yeah. when you were younger <laughs> but I mean like just because you respect outspoken and opinionated people and so I feel like that kind of helped forge your relationship maybe as like friends instead of mother daughter because there's been a lot more of your life of her, you know, calling you out <laughs> instead of us. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that's true. Up. Not many people call me out. Yeah. <laughs> I sure don't because I need to see the favorite. <laughs> Here's the clip of my dad telling me about the news piece he saw regarding parents having favorites. The audio is absolutely awful because we were in the car and he just uh, randomly brought this up unsolicited and I begged him to stop and don't tell me until I could get my recorder out. So here you go. Okay, go ahead. Tell me what you want to tell me. So they had a survey and they asked parents and initially most of the parents, you know, said they didn't have favorites, but when pressed, most of the parents finally admitted they had a favorite and it went oldest oldest middle child middle middle children or youngest child which one do you think was a favorite it was well over 50 percent the oldest no the youngest the youngest was 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 the, the most was a favorite then they asked him well what what characteristics made that made that child your favorite or you know whichever child they picked and it was a child that made them laugh and then they ask, they ask, they ask grandparents, which is your favorite grandchild, oldest, youngest, or middle, middle grandchild, mm-hmm. grandchildren. So which one do you think it was? Oldest. It was the oldest with the grandparents. Hmm. And do you agree with this assessment? That, that, uh, with the with the with the children, I don't really think I got a favorite. But to be honest, I don't. Really, I'm sure. But uh, with. Uh, the grandchild, I would, I would say, probably the oldest, mainly, mainly because you wow. ha- had more exposure to her. Now, when she's growing up. enjoyed this episode with me and my daughters there was a lot of talking and hopefully didn't get too confusing with all our voices because we do kind of sound alike as always i want to give a shout out to dave depper who provides the music for our podcast this song is called can can 2 and we got it from the free music archive but you can check dave out at davedepper.com see you next time do we have anything else to talk about um that's I all because have... that's all i got man <laughs>